Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Hey, good morning, fam. Welcome to another episode of As the Leader Grows. I am your host. Ken Jocelyn, I'm excited today to talk to you about mirror work. And I want to ask you a question really, really quick. And then we'll kind of explain the question as we go this morning. Which mirror do you spend the most time in? Which mirror do you spend the most time in? And now I want to explain to you which two mirrors I'm talking about. For those of you guys that are familiar with our podcast, familiar with what We've been doing for the past several years inside of GSD, inside of our podcast, our GSD online community, a group of several dozen um, high-performing entrepreneurs, our GSD Elite Mastermind, which is a a group of elite um, business owners, high six-figure earners, seven, eight, and even some nine-figure earners in that group, and then our Create Conference, the number one faith-based entrepreneur conference in America. You've heard me talk a lot about this subject, about affirmations, about mirror work, about really taking the time to become the best version of yourself. And for those of you guys that haven't heard this, I'll give you a quick backdrop on my story. A couple of years ago, I walk into my therapist's office I was fresh off of a divorce, 27. I just ended a 27-year marriage and had already been separated for about two years um, when our divorce was final. And I walked into this meeting with my therapist named Maxine. You've heard me mention her if you've listened before in the past. And Maxine, this was my first visit with her. It was in March of 2022. So we're going on almost two years. And she asked me this question. She said, Ken, tell me your story. So I said, okay, Maxine, I was born in Detroit, raised in Pontiac. Parents got divorced when I was eight years old. Uh, Mom moved us from Michigan to Georgia, um, Northeast Atlanta area when I was in the second grade. From the sixth grade to my senior year of high school, I moved back and forth to my dad's six different times. And Maxine looked at me and she said, oh, honey, why did you move so many times? And if you've ever heard me Talk about Maxine. You've heard me affectionately refer to her as a calmer, more mild version of Medea. She's hilarious. And um, I just looked at her. I said, Maxine, I didn't really have a choice. Anytime I got in trouble, my mom would tell me, go pack a bag. And I had 24 to 48 hours and I was on a plane, a bus, or my dad was on the way to pick me up from Michigan. And Maxine was writing in her notebook and she looked up a couple seconds later and said one of the, one of two aha moments in my entire life. And she looked at me and she said, Ken, she said, how do you think that's affected your relationship with the women in your life who are supposed to love 
and protect you. And it was, when I say aha moment outside of the day, I gave my life to Christ in August of 1993. This was the second biggest aha moment of my life because I realized very quickly that I had been living with trauma in my life since I was 13 years old for 40 years. This trauma was an underlying in, was an underlying source of behavior and and um, reactions and all kinds of different things in my life that were really was some destructive behavior. And at that moment, I thought back literally to two or three weeks before this moment, and I was in San Francisco with a woman that I love very much. And you've heard this, if you've heard this story before, she picked me up at the airport. We didn't even make it across the bridge, headed north before she said something to me. I got triggered. We had an argument. I made her pull her car over. I got my suitcase out and I left. And here I was, a 53-year-old man living out that same trauma, except now you weren't going to tell me to leave. I was going to leave before you told me. And so it's been a two-year journey for me, a two-year healing journey. And in that journey, part of that journey has been a a very uh, dear friend and therapist who taught me mirror work. And if you know anything about affirmations, mirror work, the science behind affirmations, the science behind mirror work, how through repetitive affirming statements, your brain can literally form new neuro pathways, which create a physical connection to these repeated thoughts. So basically what you're doing is you're going inside your subconscious, which processes some say hundreds more times or thousands more time thoughts than your conscious does. Literally, your subconscious is is what drives you. It's what moves you. It's what really helps you or causes you to step into your future. And so one of the things I learned from my good friend was mirror work. And he said, Ken, when I started to meet with him about a year and a half ago, he said, Ken, I want you to get in the mirror every single day. And I want you to look yourself in the eye and I want you to do your mirror work. And he, he said, I want you to tell yourself 10 times. Ken Jocelyn, I love you. And so now I've gotten to the point and I'm like, Ken, Ken, I love you, dude. I love you, bro. I look at myself and by about the fifth or sixth time, I get so fired up now. I'm like, dude, I love the way you love people. I love the way you love your girls. I love the way you take care of the people in your community. I love the way you befriend and you help and add value. I love the way you want something for people, not from people. And by the 10th time, I'm literally air fist bumping myself in the mirror. I am so stoked out of my mind. And it wasn't that way at first. But after and over time, that mirror work coupled with my affirmations, I have five. I'm going to run through those with you real quick. Number one is I have a millionaire mindset. I literally will look, I'll do my 10 I love yous and I'll look myself in the mirror and go, Ken Jocelyn, you have a millionaire mindset. Ken Jocelyn, you will live a life where your heart, your head, and your relationships are in alignment. Ken Jocelyn, you honor and respect those who love you most. Your actions will be a true reflection of your heart. Ken Jocelyn, you are whole. You choose to use past pain to help others find healing. And Ken, 
You are enough because you are his child. As a matter of fact, this morning when I got up, alarm went off at four. I was up, pre-workout, bathroom, changed the whole nine yards, brushed my teeth in about 20 minutes. And about 4.30, I was climbing on my Peloton bike this morning to do a 30-minute country ride with my girl, Allie Love. And I'm sitting there, I've got my shoes on, and I'm just kind of getting warmed up. And I grabbed my iPhone, and sometimes I use my iPhone, sometimes I use my mirror in my bathroom, sometimes I use my rearview mirror if I'm in my car headed to the gym. And I flipped on my phone, my camera, and I reversed it so I could see myself in the in my phone. And I knocked out my mirror work today. When you practice, when you make this a daily habit and part of your morning routine, what happens is you begin to rewire your neuro pathways. You begin to view yourself, think of yourself at a subconscious level different than you did before. So that's one mirror. It's your mirror work. It's your affirmations. And I asked you a question at the very beginning of this podcast, which mirror do you spend the most time in? The second one is the rearview mirror of life. And the rearview mirror of life is a lot like the rearview mirror in your car. The windshield of your car is 85 85 times bigger than the rearview mirror. Why? Because when you're driving your car, the majority of your focus needs to be on what's in front of you and not what's behind you. And here's the reality of the rearview mirror of life in your life and in my life is as we live life and as we practice this mirror work of I love you statements and affirmations, and you're rewiring your subconscious and creating new neuro pathways, what you do is you're focusing on your future more than you are your past. So my question to you this morning is this, do you focus more on your past and the rear view mirror of life? Or do you focus more on creating a new mindset and rewiring your neuro pathways, which in turn will help you create a new future? I mentioned my one affirmation, Ken Jocelyn, you will live a life where your heart, head and relationships are in alignment. See, my heart is where I dream. It's literally Think of it this way. It's literally the blank canvas that Jesus has given us. Every single day, we get the opportunity to take this blank canvas and paint a brand new picture. As a matter of fact, I've got my text thread with my guys, Gary Brecka, Vic Keller, um, Brian Covey. uh, Who else have I got on there? Randy Garn. And I text all the guys this morning. And this is exactly what I said. I said, good morning, fellas, because I send them my quiet time. Every time I'm done on my version, I send them, you know, it gives you a little pop-up to be able to say, hey, I just finished day six of today is Matthew explained part three. And I said, good morning, good Monday morning, fellas. God has gifted us today with a brand new week in order for us to make a difference. And when you, when you spend more time in the mirror doing affirmations, mirror work, which in turn leads to your future, which, if you will, is like you looking through the windshield of your car. You know where you're going. You're focused on your future. You're focused on your personal development. You're focused on your growth. What happens as you begin to rewire your subconscious, you will live a life where your heart and your head and your relationships are in alignment. 
again, my heart's where I paint the picture. My head is where my belief system is located. So this mirror work that I'm talking about today is what helps you create a new mindset. A lot of us struggle, and I talk about six of the most common limiting beliefs. Fear, insecurity, scarcity, comparison, shame, and success. Those are the six most common limiting beliefs. And how do we get rid of limiting beliefs? We identify, remove, and replace. We identify by our thoughts. Oh, I think this, that's a good indicator that I've got a limited belief. Some people go, how do I know if I have scarcity? People that struggle with the, in, with the mindset of scarcity either save everything they have or spend everything they have. There's no balance because they don't think anything else is coming. When the reality of it is, guys, there is, and I heard Grant Cardone say this a couple of years ago during COVID when they did the $1.8 billion, say that with me, $1.8 billion, no, I'm sorry, $1.8 trillion stimulus package. And I'll never forget when Grant said, listen, people are worried about finances. They just printed $1.8 trillion. There is $1.8 trillion more in circulation in our country now than there was before this stimulus bill. And I was like, oh, it was a light bulb, like aha moment. Wow. It's easier for me to go make money today than it was six months ago because now there's more money in circulation. But when you when you learn to, and again, this is an incremental, not monumental practice, small daily discipline decisions over time always equal monumental results. Success cannot escape you when you do the right things every single day. When we will do the things that we need to do every single day, what happens, and specifically speaking of, Our mirror work, my I love you statements, our affirmations. Guys, listen, all those affirmations, I wrote those for myself to deal with when we identify, remove, and replace, to remove and replace old limiting beliefs with new beliefs. Because when my heart and my head are in alignment, the place I dream, the place I believe, when those two things are in alignment, what happens? things start to come to fruition. You will see things happen in your life that will blow your mind. And when those things start happening, what I realize is then God will start bringing the right relationships in your life. So which mirror do you spend the most time in? Do you spend the most time in your mirror doing your mirror work, your I love you statements, your affirmations, recreating and rewiring neuropathways, thereby changing your mindset and how you believe and your belief system so that you can be in alignment with what's in your heart so God can breathe and move in a special way and give you the opportunity to see the things in your heart literally come to fruition. The first Create Conference we did in January of 2022, my good friend John Maxwell um, opened up the conference. He's done that for me a couple years now. I'll never forget. I stood on stage that day and everything that I had shared with my good friend Nate at a coffee shop in Atlanta in January of 2020, two years before that, just two years, everything I saw that day was what I saw in my heart two years prior. 
I spoke down at 10X headquarters for, for Uncle G, spoke to all the licensees. I spoke to their entire sales team, their entire organization. That time, about 180 employees. And I spoke to all their employees that day. And while I was getting on a plane to fly back from Miami to Atlanta, I called Nate and I said, dude, meet me at the coffee shop. I need you. I need some time today. I got, got there early in the morning. We spent five hours writing in his one-line journal. Five hours. And almost everything that he wrote down is I was just sharing vision, all this vision on my heart, all these things that I saw in my heart and in my spirit, God doing. One was the Create Conference. And then here I am two years later standing on stage in front of one of my friends and heroes, Dr. John Maxwell. And I shared that same story when I opened Create. Two years ago, this was just a dream that was on paper. It was in my good friend Nate's one-line journal. That's where it was at. And now our Create Conference is the number one faith-based entrepreneur conference in America with friends like John, friends like Brendan Burchard, friends like Ed Ed Milet, friends like Gary Brecca, friends like Vic Keller, friends like Catherine Gordon, friends like Marie Cosgrove. I mean, friends like Amberly Lago. I could go on and on. Carlos Reyes, Anthony Trucks. Literally, Jeff Finster. I could go on and on and on of Jesse Itzler. I could go on and on about the things God's created in the natural. Because why? Because I spent more time in the mirror working on my mindset and working on my subconscious that I did in the rearview mirror of life, regretting some of the decisions and the things that had happened to me in the past. Let me give you a couple things about the rearview mirror of life because it's important. Just like when you're in your car driving your car down the road, there's a rearview mirror and a side mirror for a reason. And if you're like me, my car tends to go a little fast and you really can't tell because it's a, it's a nice car. And when we did our cross-country road trip last month with my 15-year-old daughter from L.A. to Scottsdale to the Grand Canyon to Albuquerque to Dallas to Grambling University in Louisiana and then back to Birmingham, there were a couple of times Emma was driving and I had to look down and I'm like, baby, you're going 90, like 89, 90. And the speed limit, what I love, is about 80 miles an hour on you know the roads in New Mexico and in West Texas. I'm like, baby, you're going 90. And she looks down and she goes, oh, dad, I didn't realize I was going that fast. Because when you, when you have a nice car, my Range Rover, the faster you drive it, I swear the nicer it drives and the better it drives. But there are times in your life where you need the rearview mirror. You need to be able, when you're going fast and you've got an obstacle in front of you, which would be another car in this case, you need to be able to check your rearview mirror and your side mirror to make sure there's nobody going even faster than you. So when you get over in the left-hand lane to pass them, you don't have to worry about causing an accident. But it's just a quick glance. Could you imagine passing somebody in the and, and you're, you're, you've got an obstacle in front of you, you're about to go around the left-hand lane, you're going 85, 90 miles an hour? Could you imagine what would happen if you just stayed focused on the rearview mirror? You'd have an accident and probably cause a lot of damage and may even take your life. But that's what a lot of us do, guys, when it comes to our past. We get stuck in the past. We get stuck in and we're not able to let go of what's happened in the past so we can move forward. So the rearview mirror of life is super important, but it's only for glances. 
It's not for you to take focused time in because when you do that, you'll either have to slow down, stop the progress that you're making and pull over to the side of the road, which is what happens. Or if you're moving at a high rate of speed in life and you get stuck looking at what happened in the past and mistakes you may have made or things people did to you that were wrong, what will happen is you're going to have an accident. You're going to crash and you may not survive. It could be something that is absolutely devastating to you. So I'm going to ask you a question again. Which mirror do you spend the most time in? The mirror of your future and your destiny and you're painting a picture, the blank canvas, you're speaking I love you statements to yourself. You're rewiring neuro pathways. You're, you're, you're speaking your affirmations. You're telling yourself who you are. And then over time, we know, according to science, you form new neuro pathways and you create brand new physical connections to these repeated thoughts. So we also know that a large percentage of the thoughts that we have today will get repeated what? Tomorrow. And when you strengthen these pathways, it makes it easier for your mind tomorrow to return to these positive thoughts, these thinking patterns, these affirmations, these I love you statements. And I promise you, when you do the work, when you do the work, things in front of you will change. When you get your eyes off the rearview mirror, because the rearview mirror is only is only meant for you to take a glance. When you get your eyes off the rearview mirror and you start looking forward and you start identifying your future and painting the picture and doing all the things that we teach you here to do, that we teach you here at GSD to do, I promise you it will make a difference in your life. Guys, again, thanks for joining us for another episode of As the Leader Grows. I am your host, Ken Jossom. Listen, if this has helped you, a couple things. I want to encourage you. We just started a brand new, and I'm going to put the link in the, I'm going to put the link in the, um, in the description today. We just started a brand new GSD community Facebook page. This page is absolutely free. You're going to be able to, to, be a part of this community with hundreds of other entrepreneurs where I literally am going live a couple of times a week. I'm dropping content, free content. Now this isn't for those of you guys that are in our GSD community and you're paying 6k a year to be in the community or our mastermind. You guys, obviously we have our private community that's inside of our CRM for you guys and for you guys only, but this is a free resource for you. So no matter where, what level of business that you operate or where you're at in life, you can join. I'm dropping content on here consistently to be able to add value to you, to be able to help you become the best version of yourself. If you'll go to Facebook and search GSD community or go to the bio in here, the description, click the link. It will give you a link. You can join that absolutely free. As a matter of fact, we just created that this weekend and it is uh, rapidly growing, I would say. Also, if this has added value, do me a favor, as I always ask, leave us a five-star review. Take a screenshot of this um, of this podcast, share it on your social media, and I will I will I'll return the love and I will repost on my Instagram stories and give you some love from our followers as well. And as always, hit that subscribe button. We love you. We'll see you next week on As the Leader Grows. 
Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.